Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the debut episode of C2 Podcast. You're listening to us here on Spotify or Apple Music or Google Music. Basically, wherever you stream any kind of music or podcast on the cyber world known as the internet. Uh, And today, for the debut episode, because it is the holiday season, I want to go over a few collectible options. Uh, when I mean that by, this will be the collector's cast. So we'll be going over collecting action figures, video games, cards, whether they're Pokemon, hockey, porn tapes, whatever it is that you collect, porn magazines even, because, you know, we got to respect where all the uh, the future, where the future was in the past, right? That didn't make any sense. But anyways, because that kind of threw me off talking about uh, some immature topics, but I have a very special guest. This is a good friend of mine. I've worked with in retail during Christmas time uh, at the store that every kid wants to work at uh, when they grow up because they never do want to grow up. That is a pun towards what company that is. Uh, But without further ado, I would like to introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, a good friend of mine. He's the artist of C2 Studios and C2 Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Richard. Richard, welcome to C2 Podcast, the collector's cast. So Richard is yeah, also gotta do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Richard is also a collector like myself. Uh, he loves collecting action figures such, such as Marvel Legends, uh, Star Wars Black Series, as well as Transformers, big time Transformers. Uh, my WWE collection is like his Transformers collection. It is absolutely insane, and I think it's the biggest and the best highlight of his collection, uh, if I do say so myself. Unless he feels uh, otherwise, but. <laughs> so you're so proud i can i can, I can uh, it's it's bread and butter it, it's what started <laughs> me on this this horrible addiction but yeah <laughs> that was me with wrestling my brother man i was when i got into wrestling in 2010 i had no action figures and this was when mattel took over so it went from jack specific uh to mattel and i i still remember like up to maybe grade seven the guy just spending hundreds of dollars on these friggin' plastic figurines just for my enjoyment to create my own wrestling shows and here I am looking at a shelf where it's just overflowing because I haven't stopped collecting. Uh, so worst yeah, worst case, um, it's not my fault. <laughs> it is my brother's fault. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. all well, those collectors have something. Mine was collecting trains as a kid, and then it just evolved into things that turned into trains and trucks. So that's right too. You're a uh, you're a Thomas the Tank Engine fanatic, right? Yeah, I was. So now nah, you granted, still are. Come it's on, still part of me. I still am. A bit. I was gonna say, <laughs> there's no judgment. Part of me. There's no judgment. Yeah. Well, granted, like that's what got me into collecting more or less. Like I wanted all the characters and all the like, just seeing a train moving. Like I don't know what it is about freaking talking trains. It has a freaking magnetic pull on any kid growing up, and that was with me for 10, 12 years. When I wanted to grow up, that's when Marvel and things came into my life. So I started drawing a lot of spider-man until probably 2008 and then once the avengers movie started pumping out and the mcu became a thing that became my new like my new oyster for the world like i absorbed that like it was the best drug you could ever have i was like <laughs> was with everyone right people were huge into marvel yeah. for the video games and comics uh cartoons as well was big spectacular spider-man yep. which we're currently watching through as our christmas tradition because yep. we are in the month of december of uh 2020 too i almost forgot what you were in uh and, and it's <laughs> funny you bring up trains i don't want to be that self-promoting kind of guy but uh, i was playing a train game the other day it's a horror game live on twitch uh it's on <laughs> at c2 studios 110 uh it's called choo choo charles where it's a demon spider train that chases you throughout an island 
I'm pretty sure that I've seen the Thomas edits of those on TikTok and Instagram, and everyone that knows I like trains has tagged me in it, and it gives me nightmares for like a week. Yeah. I don't want to see it. it the, it's terrifying. The Thomas I, I don't need scary. to see Thomas. I don't need to see the demonic face of a train that grows legs. And I, I love spiders. Like, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of spiders in my collection, but I don't like seeing my, my, my childhood little blue train possessed by a demon. See, see now you, you like spiders, but you mean like Spider Man. Like I, I personally, when it comes down to the actual like bugs, I, I absolutely hate them. But I have two spiders tattoos on my forearm. I'm wearing a Spider Man shirt, and I am a Spider Man fanatic. But I absolutely hate spiders. Call me Bruce Wayne because I'm obsessed with my fear, if that makes sense. And I notice uh, they won't oh. be able to see it. But you're wearing a Scarlet Witch shirt. I didn't even notice. I thought it was like a Carnage. Yeah, one. yeah. that's wicked. No, it's Wanda. But I, I, I like my robot lady spiders. <laughs> See, that's from uh, Beast Wars, right? Yep, Black Arachnia. This yep. was a figure that I think came out a year or two ago because they started. Re Hasbro's literally been my bread and butter since I've started collecting. Like, that's the one company I think I've bought. That's all that I got to collect. So, whether it be Marvel Legends, Transformers, anything that they do, Generations line. And uh, yeah, Star, Star Wars, like, yeah, it's insane. I've literally been a Hasbro boy for. I guess it's been almost 15 years because I started collecting probably when I was 12 or 2008. So, okay. so, so you've been <laughs> since then doing Hasbro forever now because uh, I was toy biz since... with certain Spider-Man toys and then Hasbro I started yeah. merging into when they brought out the uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 line with Carnage, uh, Toxin, Spidey, Electro, all oh, that. Yeah, the first wave, yeah. yeah. I remember In seeing Infinite those at, uh, at Cineplex. Yeah. When the movies were coming out, and it's like I wanted the toys, but I saw the prices. I think they were only twenty four dollars at the time. But I, man, I just I wish I grabbed some of those because some of those figures are hard to find. So yeah, there's a few uh, I was missing that set. Thing. I think I was missing yeah. the the black cat and no, I think just black cat. So I could have completed the um excuse me the um build a figure the green, the goblin, green goblin, but I have no torso, so I guess I'm gonna have to I don't know MacGyver it and just find another torso to make some kind of obscure looking figurine. But uh, it's funny you bring up prices and you collecting Hasbro because I have a few questions for you. Uh, knowing okay. that you're a collector just like myself, how do you feel about the border or the windowless packaging in select Hasbro figures, whether it's Star Wars, um, actually all of them, it's Transformers, Star Wars, and the Marvel it's Legends. It's all of them now. Um, they just started... We just started getting the waves that got them in. I think Marvel's first one was the Black Panther one. Uh, and then the new 60th anniversary Spider-Man toys that we've gotten. Yeah. Uh, Transformers has started since... I think it was last year. They've already, they got ahead of it. And it's mainly for the more expensive toys. And Star Wars just started, but the ones I've gotten as of yet have not been windowless. So for Star Wars, I don't have an opinion yet, but I think all of these can more or less coincide with each other because it is a collecting. The thing is with the windowless packaging, I miss that feeling that you get when you see a toy in the package and you're like, I'm going to open you. And you are going to be put on my shelf and I'm going to be in million dollars of credit card debt. Yep. But like that kind of like, you know, seeing the walking in and seeing the figure on the shelves like two, two weeks ago, we went to GameStop and we found freaking Darth Maul and my Mandalorian ask, uh, Axe Wolves. And just seeing him in the packaging on the shelf just made me go, I need this. 
Like there's yeah. something about seeing it in at, in the plastic packaging. And the thing is with Marvel, uh, with the windowless stuff, it, it's only the, the the renders now of the figures that I've seen on on the things. It's not actual photography of the toys, from what I know. So there is a high chance that those renders are not what you get. I've seen a lot of complaints on that online, where certain figures that are advertised to have the double jointed arms or the legs, they don't. They have pins in their arms. Especially with, I think, the last Amazon Gore the God Butcher that just came out where he didn't have pins in the pictures, but then he does in the figure because it's a reuse. But my main concern is with Transformers because a leader class toy that used to be $60 back in the day with lights and sounds and was about maybe, I'd say, 12 to 13 inches tall is now scaled down. You're paying for a lot more for something smaller. Plastic and build quality is okay. But the problem is, if it is plasticless, someone could easily swap a toy inside of equal weight. And if it's the one action figure you've been hunting because for some reason you can't find him anywhere, it becomes, it, you could literally have something on your hands where it's like it's not the toy that you ordered. And now with certain policies in state for collectibles, stuff is non-refundable too yep. so a lot of retailers thing. stop that with funko because a lot of people are doing with funko pop funko. which is kind of weird because the artwork's right there the figurine you can see clear as day in the the packaging but i guess some people just they didn't care they're pay- getting paid minimum wage at a at a walmart or whatever and yeah. they're like yeah whatever I'll, I'll take it returned and then next thing you know that's on I'm the pretty shelf sure, yeah again so yeah yeah it's... other retailers have have made it final sale now so yep. for me I've, I've kind of stopped i did i do collect funkos i did I, I kind of stop. I only get them from gifts now, and I tell my friends to stop because it touches the ceiling, and I don't want to touch the popcorn ceiling of my room. So <laughs> for Funko, like, the one thing that was like is the same with the plastic is you see the figure, you see the action pose that they're in, and like that's what gravitates you toward it. When you take that away, it's like, okay, well, do I still want it? Or do I, I usually wait for reviews now for my action figures before I buy it. Before I bought any of the plasticless Marvel Legends, I watched every like Marvel YouTuber that had reviews because I was skeptical on what was going to happen. Because the main thing with Marvel Legends, especially because they're mass produced, is the paint applications could be wrong. Like yep. really bad. And I don't want to be paying forty four ninety nine for a figure now that used to be thirty, and then all of a sudden he doesn't have his paint apps proper. Like this Spider Man that I got here from the Renew Your Vows was missing a arm. I don't know if you can see it, but it it was missing an arm thing. I had to get a Pigma pen. Oh wow! He has no he had no web lines on his shoulder and one of his things. I didn't realize it till after playing with it for like half an hour. All of a sudden, I looked at his arms and I was just I think swapping the hands from the accessories, and he was missing paint apps, and I was like. That kind of sucks. I didn't get them for a full price, so I'm not too angry about it. But the fact that people have to fix their toys. Granted, I'm an art student. That's easily done with me. So for people who can't really do like steady hand or aren't used to miniatures, that might be a problem for them. Like you're you're Guilty. paying as much as you are for quality control more than anything. And now we're paying 44 to maybe $50 for a $30 Marvel Legend from 2016 dude and that's the thing too the price jump so we get rid of the plastic there's more articulation in the figures the artwork like you said sometimes it's hit and miss uh with the wrestling figures they don't do any face design whatever they do an fx uh scan which i think looks horrible i look at the eyes of the characters either they're off-centered or they just look pixelated and their eyes look terrible but like that's the thing reminds me of uh, like the prices the amazing spider-man 2 wave i still remember it it was 1999 
on the shelf at Toys R Us. These Marvel yep. Legend figures, as much as the artic- articulation's gone up, they're great figures. But like you said, with the windowless packaging, it's kind of hesitant to. It's it's kind of it's kind of it's like Russian roulette. You're gonna buy it. It's yeah. either gonna be the figure. It's, it's not gonna be the figure. It's gonna be damaged. There's gonna be a joint that's loose, or the figure's already gonna be broken, or there's gonna be stuff missing, and you can't see it until you go home and open up the package. But all these figures yep. have gone up in like what a hundred, a hundred percent increase. Like you're saying, they're like. Uh. They're 44, so if they were yeah. 20 in 2015, or so 20, 20, what was it? When did when did Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, 2014. 2014. Yep. Because Winter Soldier year, because that's yep. the same wave. That that it was Captain America, Winter Soldier, Mandroid, plus the Amazing Spider-Man, Carnage, uh, the Ultimate Green Goblin, build a figure. Yep. Literally those ones. Yeah, twenty dollars was the price, and that was still expensive for me. Granted, I didn't have a job then, but yeah, twenty dollars for a, a toy was like too. it was. I was I was making my toys off paper route money. Like I would have to do so many hours of hard work for literally a hundred dollars a month if yeah. I was lucky. It, it was not worth it. I only could buy like a toy or two then. But now with like the price increases, like Transformers, like I said, with the leader class prices for those, I used to have electronics in my toys. I used to be able to press a button and it makes the sound of what alt mode it's supposed to be. Now leader toys are the same size as $30 Voyager toys, which is the size under them, but it's just slapped with the name and given maybe a couple accessories that makes it worth it. Granted, Hasbro and their engineering team have been a lot better at their toys. I'll give them that. And the paint and the stuff, because they've combined it with Takara now, which is the company that started off with the transformers so them doing that makes it a lot like for me it's worth it for transformers and i always get a two-in-one feature with the toy so marvel legends that's where i have to get picky because i'm spending 44 dollars, and if the articulation isn't worth the time or i don't want to take pictures of it for my toy photography there's really no point for me to have the figure there's a couple of figures here that it's like i don't know if i need it anymore <laughs> your uh, toy photography you brought up is that an instagram page you want to share yeah, I'm at Rick Ray's Robots. Rick Ray's so Ray. far, it's been mainly Transformers, but once in a while, I have a couple Marvel Legends there. I'm working on Black Series. I'm trying to make it themed by groups of three so that it doesn't get too confusing. At least that way, there's a pattern. But yeah, check me out at Rick Ray's Robots on Instagram, and I hope you like what I do. I, I, I try my best. I don't have Photoshop, so I use what I can. But for the most part, I have fun with it. I used to do stop motion. So since I don't want to animate, this is the second best thing. It's fun, but, right? Yeah. A lot of people are interested in that because I do like seeing uh, like the figures people, other people get. Because a lot of people, if I get the same figure as someone else online, I'm going to be like, all right, cool. I, I feel I feel a little bit cooler yeah. now because I'm not the only one that wants this figurine. You know, I'm 25 years old yeah. and I'm still buying action figures that are for like, you know, a 10 year old. But I mean, I'm always going to be ten at heart, no matter what. So I uh, maybe like oh, five yeah. years young at heart is better. Oh, always, man. Oh God, it, it's yeah. uh, it's a good way to be distracted from the the adulting world, the scary yes, adulting. Yes, to navigate world. this is scary world. Yeah. Yeah. Even even though we do need the money to to purchase these figurines, because I know for a fact yeah. mom, mom and dad aren't going to be buying us toys anymore. So at least they haven't oh, for no. me in uh, in quite a while. So <laughs> actually, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> last last year's Christmas, uh, my dad asked me what I wanted, and they brought out the. I, I can't even say the word anymore because now it's, they changed the name, so I, I think it's called Boba Fett Starship, something like that. It was a Lego set from, based off the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. So uh, I remember it was Christmas 2007. My grandfather got me. I'm gonna say it because of what it was called at the time, the Slave One yeah. Lego set that came yeah. with from Episode sure. Five. 
So I got that, mm-hmm. and then years later, they bring out another one. And this is when I was setting up my Lego shelf, but I don't like putting up the older Lego stuff because I want to put more of the newer things. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, right? So, like, I have, like, a, a Charlie Brown thing on there. I have a 20th anniversary Han Solo. I got a, a robotic Spider-Man in Venom, which I, I had to get after I saw how the Venom looked. And then <laughs> I actually asked my old man for the Boba Fett starship for, for Christmas. And he's like, really? For Christmas. He goes, Chris, how old are you? And I'm like, you asked? Do you want to give me money or a bottle of booze instead? Yeah, well, I don't want to drink. So, you know what? Get me this. And I love it. I'm like. <laughs> I look at it on my shelf every day. Sometimes I fly around and screw around with it. And uh, here I am exposing myself. But I feel like I'm not the only one to do that, especially when it comes down to action no. figures and, and whatnot. Um, so. you're, you're talking to the perfect guy. Are, are anything, I, it, it's literally anytime I get a Transformer that turns into a plane, yeah. I, I will not, not whoosh it across my room and go whoosh. Yeah, exactly. Or Spider Man's. I'll, I'll always pose them with the villains and stuff, and I'll be like, "Yeah, it is Spider Man beating up Venom, or it's Venom beating up Spider Man." I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "This is cool." Okay, I'm gonna yeah, put it on, I'm gonna put it on the shelf now and just let it collect dust. I sound like a nerd. Yeah, exactly right. And it's uh, I'm gonna let it collect dust now after you're done, though. But uh, it's fun. It's quick and fun. But uh, quick and fun. so back to the windowless um, packaging. It is a major problem. Keep in mind the prices that we're talking about as well are uh, Canadian prices. We are in the great white north of Canada. Uh, during December, it's cold as crap and it sucks. Um, actually, it's not too bad. Today's actually a nice day. It's not too bad, too bad. But it's nice, right? Yeah, no, it, it's gotten colder lately. The last couple of days, I've yeah. been having to wear more layers. That's it, right? More layers. Onions, man. Like We're like ogres. Onions have layers, oh, just like ogres. Anyways, a little Sh- Shrek reference for you. Um yeah, so the windowless packaging is becoming a problem when it comes down to returns, man. Especially with the holiday season and people, scalpers especially, oh my god, scalpers, buying all this and then doing the figure swap or they're taking out certain components. Like, it, it was bad when they had the window packaging because for wrestling figures, there were either titles that were stolen, t-shirts and accessories that were stolen, uh, and then the figure just left by itself. Or it was yep. a totally different figure entirely. Like, here's, yep. <laughs> here's an Elite 78. So this is just a random figure. Uh, Elite 78 Seth Rollins. But in the package, it's a Triple H. But it's a basic, not an Elite. So it's also the wrong wrestler and the wrong style of figurine, which is actually a cheaper price. Because the articulation and whatnot. And it's like, man. Yeah. How the heck did they get away with this? And now it's even easier because there's no border. There's no window packaging. It's just, again, like I said earlier, it's like you're playing Russian roulette. It's a chance. And when you do buy these and then open them and then hopefully, like you said, the paint apps are great. Awesome. But again, there are so many scalpers and repackaged um, collectors. I don't know. I don't even want to call them collectors. I want to call them scumbags because when I think about it, well, when, when I think about it, if I want to buy a figure, I'll buy it. Just one. If there's two of them, depending on what it is, like if it's a, uh, a wicked cool Venom because he's my favorite or it's the black suit Spidey uh, retro figure, which I'm yeah. still looking for a second one if I can for a good price, um, then I will. But at the end of the day, when you actually think about it, we've had our childhood. It's time for the yeah. other kids to have their other childhood, kids. man. And, and if you're going to buy all their favorites, wrestling stars, Transformers, superheroes, Marvel, and, all stuff, anything, and then repackage yeah. it just to ruin their excitement of going to the toy store with mom and dad and seeing it on the shelf, you're a scumbag, man. And the worst part, too, is a lot of these industries, Walmart, Toys R Us, Target, <gasps> uh, is Kmart even still a thing in the States? Um, I think it is. GameStop, uh, I've seen them do it a few times, depending if the collector there knows what's going on is they'll just accept it. 
they they don't yeah. bother looking up an actual picture of what the product looks like and when you think about it the company's losing money and then you're also pissing off a lot of consumers that come in and they can't trust the workers there if they're not going to properly do their job when it comes down to accepting returns especially when it's something yeah. faulty so when it comes down to that it's like how do we manage with the the borderless packaging it's mm-hmm. it's eco-friendly i understand that's awesome that's the best part even though it's great it, it, it's you're buying a plastic toy so it's kind of, it's kind of funny it's like you're buying the plastic packaging i mean it's you're gonna throw it out plastic that's yeah. the thing you're gonna throw it out anyways but you're literally buying plastic anyways so it's kind of it's environmental friendly to an extent obviously um just don't throw out your figures kids don't yeah throw out your figures exactly right just don't just donate them or something or yeah but uh, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely insane how it's going on now. And um, for me, though, when I bought the Amazing Fantasy Spider-Man, I wanted to get two of them. I wanted one in the package because it's a collector's item. It's a 60th anniversary of the Amazing Fantasy um, introduction of Spider-Man, Amazing Fantasy 15, correct? And actually, I'm wearing that t-shirt yeah. right now. You guys can't see it, but I am wearing yeah. Amazing Fantasy 15. It's my, it little, cheat. Sense, yeah. it's my little cheat sheet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, yeah, I wanted to buy two of them, and instead I bought one because after I opened up the package and I was about to throw out the packaging itself, uh, I looked at it and I'm like, I can still display this. So that's the one pro I find when it comes down to the borderless packaging, or windowless packaging, excuse me, um, is I can still use it as a collectible thing, whether you hang it on the wall or on the shelf or whichever, or you have it with the figurine opened up. It still looks like you have a new one and you have the opened one where the window uh, packaging, of course, as soon as you take it out, it's just a blank area with nothing in there. So you're just going to throw it out, which I did for majority of my uh, figure cases, except for, I think, one. I think it was the Kate Bishop. I think I still have that one because I'm unsure about keeping the figure or not. But because uh, you know that story because I opened it up and yeah. she fell apart right in my hand and I almost cried. It's with windowless. We didn't know that that's the even suckier part with plastic. It's deceiving. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, you don't know until you actually open it and get a good until you pull it out of the it. tray. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh man. But yeah, it's is what it is. Right. But again, it, it's crazy because I hate going to the store and I'm like, all right, cool. They got the new elites in for WWE. Where, what, who am I going to get? This, these are the two I'm looking for. Sweet. They got a, they got a Seth Rollins and they got a Kevin Owens. All right. And then I go in and it's like, wow, they have all the figures of the set, the two that I'm looking for, but the repacks or they're missing, um, accessories an accessory or something's been returned it it, it's insane like even like the quality control from walmart specifically i remember circa 2017 thanos build a figure wave around christmas time i'm pretty sure i found you were with me when we did that toy hunt and there was proximate midnights with ornaments instead of thanos torsos and things and i'm just like and they're still selling it for full price it's not discounted it's honestly the worst thing i honestly don't get why people don't check what's being or they could just care less about their job but i think now people the the retailers have to have someone at customer service that checks anything that's with a broken seal granted nothing should be returned opened or used but if there is a problem if it you should at least check to see if what they're saying is true because working customer service all the time, you have to make sure that you actually get the product that you're getting for. Because if not, you're losing the company money, like you said earlier. Yep. It's, it's honestly one of the hardest things. Too, uh, yeah. when we both worked at the retail store, because I was cash and then floor and then moved on to doing the heavy lifting stuff. Yeah. You After I left, you stuck around, or actually you got hired back on. Either way, 
uh, and you went to customer well, service. So you, I, I you already know yeah. full on. You know all the policies, procedures uh, for that company. Yeah. Um, how their their do's and don'ts, all that kind of stuff. When it came down to accepting returns. Oh yeah. Um, that but just like what you said about the uh, Proxima Midnight, I went out one day in I think it was sometime 2017, same thing, and it was the. It was the new black Spider-Man wave. It was the weird one where his eyes were like 3D and they were sticking out of the, uh, the head skull. The Kingpin Mun. The Kingpin Kingpin build a figure. Yeah. And I remember I went to Walmart. I saw it there. I took a picture of it. I could I swear I'll send you the picture. And it wasn't <laughs> Spider-Man in the packaging. The accessory for his alternate hand or head was like half an inch like Spider-Man statue. <laughs> and then the main event, the figure inside was a uh, a probe droid. From Star Wars Episode Five, I think it's a pro- <laughs> the probe droid from uh, Han Solo blows up on Hoth in like the first ten minutes. It was yeah, one of the, it, it was one of those. One ones. of those. It's right there. Like, it, it, and this is before they had the windowless packaging. You can clearly see it. Isn't it that says a Spider-Man. more expensive figure? I, I, probably. I mean, the rarity of the is, symbiote Spider-Man the is a little droid. bit more. Yeah. But if it was sealed, it'd be a lot more than open. But the probe God, droid. God. But. Dude, you can clearly see it. The cutouts of it's, the Spider-Man figure are there, and it's just a probe droid just popped right into it. And you're telling me someone can be like, hey, that's Star Wars, or that's definitely not Spider-Man, because it says Spider-Man in big, bold, white letters right on the front of the freaking packaging. And I, yeah. I, I guess not, but that was uh, that was like a good, bad day, because I, I laughed at it, but I was also like, uh, I don't want I know. I kind of wanted the spider. I wanted that wave. I wanted that kingpin. That's the one like figure that I'm still hunting down for Spider-Man. Like I need my kingpin. Are you and I are the retro big fans of the retro one. I like, but I don't like the colors. So I might. If granted, everyone is selling off the white one. So if I find the build a figure for a good price, I'll grab him. He. That's what he looked like in the animated show for me. So yep. I just need him for that. That's the only reason why I need him, just because he was one of the main big bads from '90s. Yeah, of course. You got Spider-Man's that, right? my deal. Oh yeah. yeah. You and me both, man. That's spectacular. Actually, as well, um, Spider-Man Unlimited for me. I don't know why I love that show. Because when we were in Florida uh, on vacation when I was younger, I'd always watch it. But I think the main reason why I enjoyed the show so much was because the main villains were Venom and Carnage, who are my yeah, all-time true. favorite villains all-time. in Marvel. Especially Venom. Carnage is like a nice little added bonus, but Venom is my is my guy. I actually like Venom more than spider-man itself i even have i think i have more venom merch than i do spider-man uh funny enough especially action figures i have a whole you had a lot of venoms in in that shelf action figures yeah you have sealed ones you have doubles you have triple yeah the the fun you have in venoms is what i have in spider-man yeah yeah so he's your he's your he's your go-to exactly (laughs) dude you should have seen my excitement so when they had because you know i play games like fortnite and crap like that on twitch um when they brought out the venom skin i was i remember being at work and i saw the post on it on like some forum or whatever i was screwing around at like seven in the morning and i saw it and i was like no way venom with a gun in Fortnite, and he can build the only problem with the the character skin is he's bulky so he's a lot bigger which means he's an easier target to shoot at so like everyone sees it, it was a well that's it it was a pick your poison where it's like okay i'm an easy target where people can blast me but bro, I'm playing like as Venom. Venom in Fortnite. That is awesome. And then like a year later, they bring out Spider-Man and the black suit Spider-Man, and that's my favorite suit. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to use Venom yeah. anymore. It was fun while it lasted. And by lasted, I mean like how long it lasted in games, which was maybe two minutes with him. Uh, so I switched yeah. over to the black suit Spidey because it was easier to not get killed. 
So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. But yeah, actually, I meant to ask you too. What was the last figure you bought? I always want to start the podcast where, like, the collector's cast where uh-huh. we bring up what figure you bought uh-huh. and just talk about it. If, if even there is one, I guess. I'm pretty sure the last thing I, I, I did buy was this. Was it the uh, Boba Fett? It's the Boba Fett. Boba Fett, it's really release of the deluxe figure. Got it at GameStop, saw it. I, I, I didn't pass. It was $44. The original figure goes for like $70 on Amazon. I almost bought it on, on Cyber Monday, Black Friday. But I saw him in retro packaging, and I was like, I feel bad for wrecking this package, but I want the Boba Fett. So the retro, he, like, he's archive? in my last one. Archive uh, not packaging? archive. Like, it, it, it's Return of the Jedi packaging. So what? Basically Where? Kenner. Where's my box? I don't know where the box went. Give me a sec. Richard, you do know Return of the Jedi is my all-time favorite Star Wars movie, right? Really? It's the reason it is the movie that started my Christmas tradition of watching all six movies cuz 7, 8, and 9 never happened. All six movies uh <laughs> le- leading up to Christmas Eve because I'll tell you the story. Uh when, when you're back after you find your box. Found it. Sweet. Oh. oh, I need to look at that. The listeners won't be able to see it, but I will Oh, and it's the pose from when they're on the sand crawler. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a 40th anniversary. Yeah. Okay, see? I, but remember the, I, remember I the toy show? I cut it in a way so I can still package him. So okay, I, good, I did my best. Still. I didn't want to ruin him. See, bro? Remember at yeah. the toy show, I wanted to buy one, and I kept saying no, 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 because yeah. I felt like they're going to bring it. That's the better one. That's the one I'm looking for, but that's the one I won't open because I need it sealed. But um, yeah. So the story, so the reason why Star Wars yeah. is my holiday tradition, sorry, um, is it was Christmas Eve 2009. I woke up at like five in the morning because I was super stoked for Christmas time. Uh, and one of the Christmas sets I asked for, actually, I'll get to that. Uh, I turned on my TV. I had a 13 inch CRT TV in my bedroom. That's how old school it was. And I was watching Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi on Showcase. They were doing the Christmas marathon where they just oh, yeah, play Star Wars. Oh, yeah, go see the marathon. I love it. Love yeah. It. So I was watching uh, Return of the Jedi. It was about an hour. I think there was about an hour left because I vaguely, I remember Luke being in the Death Star confronting the Emperor, and then they're having the big war, uh, showdown on Endor, all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Which is perfect timing, because the Lego set I asked for for Christmas was the Lego Battle of Endor set. And is that... Ex- <laughs> with the, uh, What's that? With the, with, the, with the chicken walkers? Or... Yeah, yeah, with the ATST. It came with an ATST that would walk. You'd actually, like, there's a little thing on the back that would make it walk. And then there was a button on top of the the base that it came with that you'd press, and the doors would blow up. So it would act like it blew up, like, in the movie. Um, So I remember getting that for Christmas and watching Return of the Jedi Christmas morning before I opened up that set. And that was, like, the highlight. That was, like, the highlight gift I wanted. And that, that was cool. And that was the last Christmas we celebrated at our old house before we moved into the new one uh, that we're now in. And that was like, dude, if you saw the house we were in before, it was absolutely insane. It, it was twice, maybe three times the size of this one. It was huge. Oh, jeez, Huge, bro. So I used to make Lego cities and everything in different rooms and like oh, man. drive my yeah. cars and I buy my planes. in a small house. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true, right? Well, honestly, a small house is better. It just means, you know, not as much cleaning you got to do. It's nice because you can you can stuff stuff everywhere when it's a big house, but there's a lot of cleaning. And uh, <laughs> yeah, when true, when you grow up with true. a with a mom and dad that are clean freaks, especially the mom, oh, there, yeah. there ain't screwing around. I can there's no cutting quarters. <clears throat> I'm the clean freak in the house with mom, so I understand that when things aren't clean, I, I just start scrubbing everything, even my collection. Like there's gonna be a day where it's like I don't like how they look. Literally guts the entire <laughs> cubicle of my IKEA shelf, and then. 
Ta-da, now they're in better poses. I can still barely see any of them because there's so many, but they look nice. Yeah. yeah that's what I, that's I did what that I've two weeks doing. ago. <laughs> yeah, that was my COVID thing I was doing because I would just, I'd be sitting at home watching Twitch streams, playing video games, watching movies, whatever. And yeah, I was and like, then, I should do something. I'm going to reorganize and start all- dusting and cleaning. And I remember, uh, I remember my sibling walked in there asking like, what are you doing? It's like five, five in the afternoon. Shouldn't you be like making dinner or doing something or whatever? Like, don't you have work? Because I worked at a, a place that wasn't, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it when uh, healthcare workers, like frontline workers, whatever? I don't want to say. Uh, I don't want to say important workers. That doesn't sound right. Uh, no, yeah, essential, essential, essential. Thank you. Uh, because I was an essential worker, I was at home. So they're like, "What are you doing?" And I was just like, "Screw it, I'm going to clean." So I dust all the shelves, <laughs> rearranged all the figures. This was at five in the afternoon. I started at around four, uh, four or four thirty, and this carried on till about eleven o'clock, almost midnight. But thankfully, there was <laughs> yeah. a Twitch streamer on that I really liked, and he was doing a long stream, so it helped. Yeah. It helped with the time. That's no, no, for sure. that, that's what I do all the time. It's either live unboxings or podcasts or fooshcast, anything, anything YouTube related to collecting. It has to be related to what the shelf I'm cleaning, and it just helps me get through it. Because I used to do, take, I think it was six hours to almost half a day just doing this but now i just compartmentalize it by department so whether it be transformers cubicle ones to five or marvel legends mcu or just marvel legends spider-man that's how i clean my shelves so that at least that way it's not too long because if i do the whole day it's just that's a whole day and i get frustrated easily because they all tip over none of them stand they either have weak knees or the joints are too like loose so you got to be careful with it unless you got display stands they ain't they're gonna keep falling and marvel legends especially some of them don't have feet so yeah, it's no fun dealing with friggin a domino effect when you're trying so hard to piece together a nice diorama of all your figures that was like the uh oh. when you came by and we we did it the the spider-man one yeah we did the display two days later um the electro fell over and <laughs> the, i think the superior spider-man fell over and i tried fixing it and then two more figures fell i think sandman and yeah, the ben riley spider-man that's all of them. and I, I literally looked at it i'm like I don't yeah, have time for this right now. I'll do th- I'll do this later, and I ended up fixing it later on. But I was yeah, that's what it is. You just is like uh, uh, yeah. If something falls in between me going to work or whatever, I'm like, I gotta figure that out tonight. I gotta figure that after I get home. I, gotta, I no no okay okay it's going. I, I can't look at it. I gotta go. I gotta go. And then just bugs you the whole time you ever think of it at work. It's like oh god damn it. Whole time at work you're like damn it. I have to fix that toy. Yeah. Why did he tip over? Yeah, the worst. it's insane. Domino effects with like the humanoid figures, more or less Marvel Legends and Black Series have that. Transformers, not so much because they're all bulky and they have like pretty giant feet. But at times they do tend to. It, granted, if you have the big one fall, all of them are falling because it's just a giant domino effect. Well, I was going to say, too, the thing with the Transformers is they have big enough feet so they're easier to stand. The only problem I would say is they just take up so much room. But that also depends much, on certain Marvel yeah. Legends and Black Series figures too. Like the yeah. um the I have the Monster Venom figure, not the build a figure, the one they just released the the regular Venom. The, the pack, yeah, yeah. And then the uh the Venom Pool one. The Venom Pool's huge. He's massive. He's gigantic. Yeah, and he takes up space. Yeah. Or even the Doctor Octopus, uh like we were talking about before we started recording, uh the Doc Ock you have is a lot more space friendly because of the little DIY project you, you did to it, where mine is yeah. like Mine's doing all right on the diorama, but oh, see, Electro fell over again. I just noticed. Since video viewers will see what we're talking about, yeah. here's the Doc Ock with the USB cable light. 
upgrade thanks to Amazon, and I don't know how much I spent, but I'm happy that I finally got to do this modification after like three years. See, their lights too, do they turn on or I guess they can't when you, you cut it? Not anymore. Them. I was going to say, that'd be kind of cool though, if you could do like a little red light and then it'd be like the ones from the movie. Both I got clippers. I got like giant industrial clippers and I hacked the ends off those things. The, I didn't even turn, I turned one light on and was like, cool, now I kill it. Yeah, and right. Now, now, I have, now my Doc Ock is able to stand by himself without a stand, and I can pose his tentacles no matter what it was supposed to. Like, I'm kind of sad you had to do it yourself, but you know what? It ended up turning out better than I anticipated, and it didn't take too long. Hey, hey and then when you do it at the same time, you kind of feel like you're like, uh, you know, not an engineer, but you're like, a, like you know, you're you're a worker. You're able to work in do some like DIY project. You created an add-on to a figure that Hasbro supplied for you. Look at it that way. Oh, I did that before I started collecting. Like when I didn't have Marvel Legends, I was I like I said, I'm the like I'm the art student. So, I learned how to do origami and the moment I learned how to make a bat, it turned into a glider. So, I just needed a goblin to put on top of it. So, I did paper cutouts of like of the green goblin and hobgoblin on origami gliders and I'd bring that to school and that would be what I was playing with because we didn't have money for toys. We had money for paper and crayons, so I would just make my own. So before Marvel Legends, I was like, I guess a paper craft guy. And that's what that is, because all I would do is just constantly upgrade and go, oh, that fold makes it a bit harder. Let me try this one. It was literally that origami and paper, like my art side showed up. So anytime I actually get to do customs on Transformers or Marvel Legends, it's like it's like those days, but just more advanced because it's no longer paper. I'm using like big man tools, like electric screwdrivers and drills, and I'm trying not to kill myself. So it's like, hopefully it works out in the end. And for the most part, it did. I was worried I bought another Doc Ock just in case, but it's okay. I can have two. I'll see you evolved. You, you went from doing phase. arts and crafts to being a full-on construction worker. Just with action figures, not, you know, building a, a deck or renovating a washroom yeah. or any kind of interior I, I build dios more than i build other things so like you know practical stuff for the action figures more than you know like a table or a chair <laughs> hey the furthest i've gone is uh other than a few jobs i've done in the past is ikea shelves i, I guess the ikea shelves that you, you've put together with instructions on stuff right it feels like that yeah but that was that was that was a day that was <laughs> or like a day or two that was not as easy it, it, it took a long time and especially because the main reason why i got the shelf is because of the thing that you helped me get from the auction so that was oh, the only reason right. why we had to get a bigger shelf that was the main reason why i got a better shelf ah, but so it's my yeah fault. that ikea shelf took <laughs> <laughs> i love it i get more, it i get it every time i see it i wake up with it every day i see it i'm like oh memory we, we got to find a way to put like um, RGB lights in it so it can like light up and then have it like a, like a rainbow effect, like the art, like uh, like the gaming yeah. RGB, like the string lights I have in behind me. Granted, uh, the lights you gave me can work. I just don't know how I'm supposed to get them inside. That's the only thing. Uh, how thick is the, I guess it's plexiglass, no? the It's plexi. Really. There, there's it? like some openings, but not. I, I might damage the light because I don't want to squeeze the wire too much. Well, because I was going to say, all you need to do, I guess, is get like a, a little sticky piece to stick it on and then just have it stick on it's top true. on the roof and then have it like a big strain on the roof of the uh, the glass. And that way, if it shines through nice, it'll just shine right through it. But it depends, again, on yeah. the thickness because I know sometimes it's a bit of a pain because yeah. of the glare. Because this one's a pretty big one, yeah. But right now, it's kind of lit up by the IKEA lights we bought long, long ago. 
in a galaxy far away because it's shining my Star Wars collection. So that lights up the the display, but not as much. But granted, it it's more focusing on lights in the Star Wars collection more than anything. So oh, okay, I'm pretty sure if I if we buy that same set of lights but the colored ones, it should work. Well, I was gonna say too, would and be then cool. I just invert it. Well, what if yeah. we made it almost like a a billboard, like straight out of the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon, or I guess in real life, if you want to really talk about real life, where it's like the lights that let's say it's two lights shining, they're shining towards it, and mm-hmm. then on the other side of it, there's two more lights shining, so it's almost like a uh, like a billboard kind of thing. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's the Spider-Man that's posed, Iron Man, Captain America, their 12-inch Marvel Legends that you can't get anymore, so those are worth a lot now. Uh, with the shield and helmet, yeah. right? Yeah, shield and helmet, uh, Cap, Iron, and Spidey. Yep, those are the three. And they look really cool. I wanted to play with so bad, but then when I see the prices, I'm not touching them. Yeah, no. Especially having that all in a in a retail set. That would and a be, display, yeah. Yeah, that's you definitely don't want to open that. That's why when I wanted the Spider Man, I was like, I, I can't do it. If you're gonna keep everything else, I you have to keep the whole set. You can't you can't take one piece out, e- even though you wouldn't really oh. notice because of how the Spider Man is yeah. placed. I, I, you couldn't do it because even if we open it up I'll, and try to figure out how to put it back together, it would probably be more of a pain in the ass to to do that than just to one leave day. it a complete set. <laughs> yeah, one day we we'll could definitely do it. find it. One day we'll find it. Yeah, because the the thing is with Spidey, he's drilled into the the ceiling. So you, if you got the Spidey, he would have had holes in his feet that aren't supposed to be peg holes. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I don't know it, so it's a variant. Did, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, it's variant, a variant, right? It's a manufacturer's he has, he has variant. Holes in his feet. Yeah. So. so. But anyways, bro, I want to wrap up this podcast episode. This was fun because I've always, you you as well, we've always wanted to do a podcast uh, episode or two or like 500 regarding collecting <laughs> because it's such a major yep. part of our life. It's a big passion. Collecting for me not only started with action figures being the wrestling ones I mentioned earlier, but also retro video games. And it just became such a important hobby, a very expensive hobby mind you but a very enjoyable and fun hobby um it's almost like christmas every time you buy a new figure for yourself and then you're opening it which reminds me we could do a part two of this podcast we can have it recorded on christmas morning and that's when we'll do the uh figure openings that we have planned because i have the the republic commando black series medic and the you and i both have the retro scorpion to open up scorpion i want to get one more though i want to do three figures so i'm going to see if i can find one more figure to open up and do that and then you have not the mall you have the scorpion um what was the i think one? it's just the scorpion right now i already opened axe wolves because i needed to add him to the the boba fett the the, the boba what? Tan you set, opened it so. that was one of the ones we agreed on at gamestop wasn't it yeah, it was okay. I can uh, find other ones. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm going to find some more figures before Christmas. Oh, yeah, totally. I actually have to do a lot yeah. of my Christmas sh- You said you're done Christmas shopping. I, I got to... For the most part, yeah. Yeah, no, I got to get one more thing for my Secret Santa. Um, One more thing for my niece, nephew. I haven't even started yet because he just doesn't know what he wants. And then my oh, other man. niece, um, she wants Lego, but her dad tells me, don't get her Lego because she has, like, 20 sets she hasn't even opened she just looks at them she hasn't put them together yet she's just (laughs) very hyperactive she's she's awesome but she's just very very hyperactive where she'll start and then she'll just stop and mind her business elsewhere just to yeah kill time so but anyways bro Mm -hmm. thank you so much for tuning in uh today uh thank you for joining the podcast as well this was fun chatting with you catching up as well with our action figure shenanigans uh we'll definitely do this again uh moving forward because c2 podcast will be myself chris or you can call me c2 also with richard or uh, rick ray whichever nickname you want to use um richard anything else before we sign off you want to share your socials any messages you want to lay out yeah 
Well, you can find me on Rick Ray ILU. It's spelled the same way differently. So there's one that is my personal page where it's mainly like fan art and stuff with is R1CK. And then the other one is just Rick Ray ILU. The, the way that it sounds. <laughs> Could you have two or three? Accounts? You can find me that. I have I have three with the the photography one. So yeah. it's toy photography, portfolio, if anyone wants to follow me on that. And then fan art slash personal page. Gotcha. Okay. And then also fan Rick Ray is... ILU on Twitter. So yeah, oh, that's right. You I have Twitter. I, I don't have Twitter. I should probably sign up for Twitter, <laughs> but I just don't bother. And you can follow me at C2Studios110 on both Twitch. I like to do live streams uh, as much as I can throughout the week. It's a great line of entertainment, if I do say so myself. Don't want to give myself a pat on the back, on the back but I will. Uh, Instagram as well, TikTok, and YouTube, which I'll be posting um, short clips as well as little bits from the podcast on there, hopefully in the future. And you're listening to the podcast here on Spotify at C2Studios110. This has been the C2 podcast i thank you guys for listening today and we'll see you hopefully all very 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 soon and have a fantastic and happy holiday if we don't take care